When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. actually both of our travel schedules we do apologize yes. for the three weeks when we did not have anything but at one point monet was in la and i was at um you know in norway and yeah, the only time we could find was in europe the- why are you stay in europe is like are you married what, what's going on in europe well, I mean, the only time that we could have done it in, in your in when I was in Norway, you know, five hours in advance of New York, and you're five hours behind or three hours behind New York, is that I, I happened to to meet some homeless guy over there who wanted me to blow him, and I mean, oh. I said I love I love my he, podcast. Wait, he, wait, wait, he wanted you to blow him, or he wanted to give you blow. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, honey, but I don't get blow from homeless men, okay? I have, to, I have, <laughs> it's I have the best dealers kind. It's who pure. are specialized. And so I said, no, I'm sorry, Ebony and Irony podcasters. I have not sucked a dick, homeless or not, since COVID. So Monet and all y'all got to wait. And we have all noticed a decline in, um, you know, in certain STDs since that has stopped. So I wonder what the correlation is there. <laughs> well, I think you're about to see an incline in <laughs> cases of venereal diseases in Norway. <laughs> I, I, I will say, monkey, spo- monkey pox started to spike as Lady Bunny started having more sex. So let's uh, put two and two together, people. <laughs> CDC, get this fucking bitch. Well, well, I listen. I, I did see it. I did share a tweet from a medical type guy uh, about where in New York City people could get tested for uh, for monkeypox and then someone said as a response oh, this is could these could be bots i don't actually know these people but they said as a response that the line was around the block 
Kind of like when COVID started giving vaccines in the beginning. Well, I mean, I here's the thing. Listen, I'm not a scientist, and and it it, it could it could develop into something much worse than it is. I think there's um, I just saw that Spain had its first uh, monkeypox case in a child today. I think there's only like 172 cases. Uh, you know, around um, in the whole world, but they have been, you know, coming to different countries. And, you know, it's, I don't think that monkeypox is fatal, but it does, it can give you pustules on your, you know, bumps on your arms and been there, done that. Uh, on, yeah, on your face and they can leave scars. So um, even though it won't kill you, oh girl, it could kill your look with your face, not just scars on your face with the monkeypox. <laughs> so, so for the past few weeks, you've been spreading pride worldwide. Where is a favorite place you've done Pride, Lady Bunny? Well, I did a really fun event uh, at the at, at several hotels that are the same owner, the Fairmont oh. in Chicago. We did a drag me oh, to I the was Fairmont. Just there. Oh, okay. We we did we did the uh, same event in uh, Santa Monica. And uh, at the, oh, God, don't make me remember. I'm clueless. And at the, in San Francisco at Weston. And the, my favorite thing about it is I got to meet all of these pageant queens because they mixed it up and they had Willem and they had, um, you know, some other drag race people. But Stasha Sanchez from Atlanta, oh my who is God, so unbelievably love gorgeous. Stasha Sanchez. She was on, she was on HBO's Legendary. She was on that show. She yeah. was great. She was also in a coach ad last Ooh. season and the bitch is gorgeous and you know i'll tell you what else she's she's funny and hysterical and uh just a great person to work with and i had never met her of course mimi marks the goddess we, we from chicago who's a former miss continental and mm -hmm. then um giselle barbie, barbie royale. royale oh my oh god one of the most stunning fucking women i have ever met in my life if y'all want to treat just youtube giselle barbie royale doing um um i can't complain um, it was her, I think it was her talent when she won Continental in 2000, whatever it was. It is a masterwork in how to lip sync. Yeah, I mean, I she, she's a phenomenal lip syncer. And she did, I, she, you know, when I first met her, I, I was gushing like a fan. I said, wow. Me too. You know, I, 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 um, I, I watched this video and I've shared it so many times. I don't remember the name of the song, but it's called Circle. It's not Circle of Life. It's 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 definitely a black woman singing it. And she told me who it was. It was a local from Chicago. I was like, girl, you were in concert. You had on like a simple circle skirt made out of satin, and you were just like letting it go. But I mean, she felt every cymbal, every hi-hat, every beat, and gave you all the stuff. It's, it's really old school drag, but it's the best, Some one of the best examples of she said it was a chicago singer and you know hey a word to uh drag queens there are lots of tips to be made from performing top 40 songs because the audience yeah. all knows it uh -huh. but when you're performing a song that nobody knows and you're milking the shit of it shit out of it you're actually doing two things you're yeah. making yourself unique and you're also turning your audience onto music that is genius that they may not know. And that's yeah. why I love drag at first, because I got turned on to the music of Patti LaBelle. These, these weren't her hits. These were stuff like her version of Over the Rainbow. I got turned on to music like It Should Have Been Me 
by Yvonne Fair, which mm-hmm. is a drag classic. That was never that that those th- songs were not on the radio. That yeah. was gay trans drag culture. Yeah. When I first met Giselle, I went. It was it was after season ten. And, um, you know, it was when you got on the show, you're touring or whatever, and I got a gig at the Parliament House, which, uh, rest in peace, Parliament House, with, um, Dar- to do Darcel's show that Darcel hosts. And I went down there, and I had seen videos of, I had seen vi- videos of Giselle for years. I'd never met her. And when I went down there, and I was, and I was in my little cubby doing, like, painting, get away for the show, and she walked in, like, 15 minutes before the show starts, not in drag. And then she walks in, and I see her getting in drag, and I'm, and I, and then Giselle, she was like, she's like, yeah, I'm Giselle, you're gonna go after um Chantel, and I looked, and I was like, Giselle, I was like, Giselle Barbie Royale, and I, and I went to her, and I was like, I was like, are you Giselle Barbie Royale? And she was like, yes. I was like, oh my god, I was like, it is a pleasure to meet you. I have watched you online for years. I am such a fan. And she was like, she's like, you know, thank you so much for saying that. She's like, you know, because with the explosion of Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, people just don't, you know, look at our stuff anymore and people have no idea who we are. So to see one of you, you know, to, to, to have someone come and fangirl over me, she's like, that like really means a lot. And I was like, oh my God, please. Like, I'm honored to be in the show with you. Like, I'm obsessed. And bitch, 15 minutes before the show, she beat her face in like 10 minutes, slapped a pasty on each titty, put a pasty on her pussy and one on her ass and went out there and did the damn thing and and they made it rain on her. It was incredible. Yes, well, I mean, she's, listen, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's uh, talented. I mean, she's she, she's got it all. And uh, yeah, I loved, 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 loved meeting her. I'd worked with her with Darcel in Orlando at um, the Parliament House as well. Um, but uh, she was, you know, she was doing a, a different kind of, of number. She does gospel. Yeah. She's, um, she's uh, I guess she's Southern. Um, I don't exactly know where she lives now. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I think she's still in Florida, but um, a lot of a lot of the Florida girls moved to Chicago as well. Because obviously, Chicago has a big pageant scene. Parliament, I mean, uh, continental, etc. Um, but yeah, a lot of the girls have moved to Chicago. Um, uh, uh, you know just- what? I, I, listen, listen to what um, when Stasha and uh, <laughs> of course I was fucking with him. Stasha and uh, Mimi Marks were 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 fooling her, but we were like acting silly and. Uh, uh, <laughs> And Mimi said, oh, when I changed my dress, she said, oh, look, it's Lady Bunny, the new transgendered Barbie. <laughs> I love it when trans read drag. Okay, that's that's oh, what I like. Because sure. I don't, I, you know, and so uh, it, it, it it was just, if you don't know who we're talking about, Mimi, M-I-M-I, Marks, M-A-R-K-S, former Miss Continental, Ridiculously beautiful Stasha S T A S H A Sanchez and Giselle J A Z E L L Barbie uh-huh. Royale like Latrice motherfucking Royale. Um, right. You know, buddy, I've been going around telling people that you're my drag mother. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm probably old enough to be your drag grandmother. My, my drag great grandmother. Uh, grandfather. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, well, um, I, listen, I will say that you, if I am your drag mama, you did a great job with that fetish challenge on fetish. Drag Race. I've been, what, I mean, the, 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 the sharp runway challenge where you had that seven foot high mohawk. Oh, uh, uh, spikes. Yeah. Uh, work, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh you, yeah. you've, been, you've been watching still. 
I, I've been watching little bits and pieces since you were kind enough to lend me your your password in between <laughs> calls to Pepper. But I um yeah no no I, I've been watching now I I didn't love seeing Jib, Jinx lip sync to uh, Adele. Um, no. Um, uh, Whitney, love oh, to save the day. Yes. I mean, that's you know. I mean, listen. I know it's a, you know. I mean, I know they're not going to do different songs for different people, but that's not where Jinx's strength lies. Yeah. And you know, she has many yeah. strengths that don't that can't be encompassed by a lip sync performance because she's a singer. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. But uh, so, so, yeah, I like the Dolly Challenge. I loved your coat. Thank you. You know, Patty's mom made that. Patty's, uh, for those who don't know, Patty is my assistant. And his mom recently passed away in May um, because of some cancer stuff. And that was the, she, she made that because it was, it was Dolly's coat of many colors. And we could not find those, like, we, like, you just, you, you, you don't find fabric like that. So Patty and I were like, scrounging, like, what are we going to do? And he's like, you know, my mom can quilt. So his mom quilted each and every one of those by hand for me. Like over like oh thirty God. hours, it took her to do that, and um, you know, and it killed it her. <laughs> and it killed her. I hope you're happy with it. I hope you did. You at least fucking win the challenge. You killed your assistant's mother. Oh her God. last words were, "This coat has done me in," oh and God, Monet didn't even win the challenge. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but rest in peace, Lamenda. She's a very sweet lady, and I'm very grateful that she did that for me. I mean, I, I, I have to say, I was like, if I had to impersonate one more white lady on Drag Race, I'm going to fucking strangle somebody. So far on Drag Race, I've had to be Cher, I've had to be Vanna White, I've had to be Dolly Parton, and I'm missing one. I forget who it is. But See, I, I don't think be... it's fair. I'm, that's not fair. That's not fair to ask you to be all those women. Not because they're white, because they're talented. I mean, you can't cut it. <laughs> Um, well, now I'll tell you. Well, sp speaking of, of race swapping, I gotta say, Raja's eye makeup as Dolly Parton was making me howl. <laughs> Why? Because she, I, because I always love it when people do that. I mean, it's the kind of thing, you know, that can work in a stadium. Um, you know, and in a, in HDTV, I mean, you know, whether it's line, brown lines down the side of your nose or, you know, some queens used to impersonate Dionne Warwick and and make their nostrils bigger with black pencils. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's wild when people do that. I mean, it, it's, yes, it's good for the impersonation, but I thought Raja looked so, 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 so crazy. I mean, not in a bad way. I mean, it made me giggle. Vivian looked just like Dolly Parton. When she got ready, we were like, Bitch, you are like bitch. I was like Dolly Parton is in the room. Like her, 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 her character study to do like character impersonation, like with makeup, is wild. She's really good at that stuff. She's really good at makeup. Period. Well, she, she's really good at makeup, and she is pretty. I think yeah. I preferred Trinity. What? Trinity looked like Dolly yeah. on crack. Trinity looked like Dolly up and hitting the pipe. Well, uh, I mean, that's uh, I, I, I liked it. Oh my goodness, Lady Bunny. I can't I, I I I can't trust your judgment anymore. Only one is positive to me. <laughs> I think I thought Jinx did um I, I like Jinx's idea of doing that era of hair because um Dolly's uh, hair 
has always been, you know, she, incredible. And, you know, mm-hmm. she has a, a, a great technique that I don't know if I've ever shared on this podcast. What she did is she started off with these big, big blonde wigs in the 60s. And mm-hmm. so from like 60 to like the early 70s, she wore big wigs, but they were kind of short and cute. May, not short like your wigs, Monet, but like they weren't long. <laughs> They, they were uh-huh. up and and, and, they, and and out the sides, but they weren't like past the shoulders. So then when she got into the mid-70s, she wore the, the disco dolly look that Jinx did, which was shorter, but kind of like a perm wig. Of course, when you're always wearing wigs, you can change your hairstyles every day. But then then when the, the, the mid and late 60s, I mean 70s, and 80s came in, her hair went full whore, like big and long. And like, I mean, I just love it because it's like, it's so huge, you know, when most women would be toning it down and she was probably in her 50s. (laughs) I just love that. that Well, you know, there's there's a rumor that Dolly, I mean, uh, you told me what you know about this. I mean, she that she has a full sleeves of tattoos all over her arms. That's why she always wears long sleeves. When she doesn't, she's wearing like she wears those things that go like to her knuckles to hide all of her tattoos. Do you think that's true? She definitely likes long sleeves. I would never have any info that pointed to that as being a reason why, but that could be rumored because it is also rumored that she is a lesbian who has a beard of a husband and lives you know like oprah does kind of with yeah with her with her long-term gal pal who's a long-term gal pal i never heard what's what's this bitch's name uh i don't remember her name but but you know like oprah there is a husband but they don't spend a ton of time together interesting they spend well i'm not gonna say they don't spend a ton of time but they, they spend more time with a wife Interesting. If it is their wife, you know, I don't know. But you're my uh, yeah. you're my long term partner. Um. Well, this is a, reasons for suicide, part three. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> when you feel that life has got you down, there's no way out. Hey, suicide <laughs> is an option. If oh if you ever god. find yourself in a situation where Monet exchanges your long term or short term partner. There's one way out. <laughs> God, <laughs> Lord, help this And that is killing Monet. That's killing Monet. Hey, I, would say I have been on the road for like three weeks. I'm like, I am. So, I, I don't really go home until the fifth. I am so ready to be at home and not talk to anybody. But I can't do that for. No, I, no, that's not true. I won't be home until like the the tenth. Oh my God. Where are you now? I'm currently in Washington State. I'm in Seattle, but I have a show, two shows in Tacoma, um, doing my stand-up stuff. And I have to tell you, I have been having such a great fucking time doing stand-up. Stand-up is so fun. It's it's very scary to do, but I'm really, really having a blast doing it, and the audiences have been loving it, and I'm, 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 I'm just having a blast. I've been to... Um, I did a, what did I do? God, I can't remember. Well, I, I started, I take, I take my special on the 17th. And then from there, I've been to, oh yeah, I did my, I did, I did my special at the Tribeca Film Festival. And then um, I've been to a bunch of cities and now I can't remember where I've been. Lord Jesus Christ. But now I'm in Tacoma. I'm doing two shows in Tacoma tonight and one show in Spokane tomorrow. All right. 
Let's get, yeah. let's get those B-list cities in there, honey, because when you hit the B-list cities, you're working. <laughs> well, it's because our civil disenrollment tour is coming, and we can't. <laughs> I, I can't go to for 120 days. I can't go to the cities that I'm going to be doing the tour in, so I have to do them in smaller cities, bitch. I think that's no. I'm saying that's listen. When you are doing the when you're doing the second tier cities, you are working. This, I yeah, mean, we all true. go back and forth from New York and L.A. and Miami and you know the the big capitals, but San Francisco and whatever. Yeah. When you're hitting Spokane and Tacoma, you're getting the, the gigs. That's good. Well, yes, that's Is good. Is this Spokane? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Tacoma. I don't, I don't know, know what you said. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm the, trusting um, you. Go ahead. Anyway, I mean, I mean, listen. Bianca is down in fucking Lima. Right. Girl, if you if you're performing in Lima, you got some serious fans. I ain't got right. no fans in Lima. So um, anyway, I got I got to work with that bitch. It was her birthday yesterday. Hope she had a good one because uh, sometimes I get premonitions, and I had a premonition that this one might have been her last. So let's hope she enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) But we worked together in my birthday is August fourteenth, and I will be sixty. Wow, but you're gonna be sixty years old. Look at you. I know. That's like just a little, or, like almost or, a month. Or, uh, I know. I haven't even planned anything. I um, you know, I've been on a crazy. But let's let me just say this, so people don't say I'm a cunt all the time. I'm glad your stand up w- went well. You expressed a little bit of doubt because I, I, you know, you hadn't really tried it that much, but you tried it out with a few bookings. And as I told you, you know, you're very opinionated. You have a big mouth, so that's half the battle. <laughs> you know, you just need the jokes, and you know, you, I'm sure you'll do a great job. So I'm glad that's working out. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, for I your so, birthday, go ahead. Oh yes. Well, Bianca says she might do a roast. Um, you know, with uh, with Brandon Voss. I had f- a fun Pride weekend. I worked with um, Brandon Voss. Aquaria was also DJing, and Ebony Excel, the Haitian sensation was um, performing and uh, at the Dream Hotel. It was really, really fun. I had a devil of the time getting there because uh, I'd been in upstate New York and the car that was driving me back from that gig upstate, uh-huh. could I live near the parade route, so I couldn't right. actually get um, to my apartment. And I had, the uh... police were telling me all these different directions and you know uh i was about to have a heat stroke with no sunscreen lugging you know a suitcase so i finally just said well i can't get to my home and even if i couldn't get, could get to my home i would not be able to get a cab from my home to go to work right. so i just uh checked into a hotel and spent the night there did you really took three blocks four blocks from my house Oh, my gosh. She got a fucking money. Bunny, honey, let me tell you something, honey. Miss Bunny is making it rain. Bunny just walked into any hotel in 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 uh, downtown where she lives, which is very expensive. And she spent $500 for a hotel room for three nights. Work, bitch. Work, Miss no, Lady Bunny. No, bitch. I Googled in a, after the cab. I'd been in the cab, the drive, the cab. It wasn't a cab, but the car service for about uh, Ooh, two service. hours. A black car service, too? Okay, bitch. Work, honey. It, it was it was a yes i'm a champagne socialist who only t- who lives the high life and only recommends socialism for others no I, I, they 
paid for it. I was DJing at a wedding up there, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very fun. And uh, in Woodstock, and so, but on the oh. way back, the driver could not get to my home, and I just said, "Listen, I give up," and then ended up walking to and from work. But I'll tell you what. The people of New York, my God, the new crop is out, and they are all beauties. It is ridiculous to see these kids. And in the village, where all the peer um, kids used to hang out mm-hmm. and do not anymore because of gentrification or police or whatever, yeah. both. Um, I love to see the, the city filled with color. You know, they're coming in from Jersey and they're coming in from the Bronx and it really transforms the city um, to be kind of like it was when I moved here. Um, It was, there was one uh, young Latina girl at the, uh, the Dream Hotel. I mean, she was in hot pants, skin tight, a wraparound top with a flawless body, a, a, a long weave or a fall, and her mouth was open, smiling, wide open to every song, <laughs> dancing, jumping up on, you know, platforms and whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, I am tired and it is boiling hot, but I am getting all of my energy from you. When she wasn't up on a go-go box, she was literally like with her friends saying, oh yeah, fuck yeah, like porn talk, like, yeah, like pumping her fist, like we're really going to get it to this. I mean, I have the enthusiasm, and there I am, like, you know, in barefoot and, and can't even remember where my hotel is. I said, girl, I'm going to take my inspiration from you. <laughs> I mean, I mean give me things like that really make me sad you know like thinking about the pier and how like that was a place like you look at Paris burning at the scene I mean even when from when I was in high school like when they used to like do like little kiki functions and stuff like that I used to go down there and there was still it was still like you know the place for young black and brown queer kids to be down there voguing and shit and now to know that that's all gone that, that kind of does me I mean I haven't been there in years maybe even a decade even so I don't know for sure but I'm like you're saying I'm sure because of like the police and justification, that shit is probably not what it used to be. Like, no one goes down there. I like, that makes me sad. Even all on Christmas oh, makes- Street, we used to go down there. Oh, I mean, so I live on the walking route from the A trains and most trains, to, uh, 14th Street stop, to the Christopher Street. So if you're coming from uptown, the Bronx, whatever, or even from Queens... That to, to, to bug out at the pier, then you would walk by my apartment. So all I would do was sit out on the step and say, come here, back when I could pull, you know, any trait that I wanted. And, 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 you know, these are people who maybe are, you know, maybe they're not out of the closet. Maybe they still live with their parents. Maybe they're, yeah. you know, maybe they're mean. bisexual or, or, or whatever. And so I was, uh, uh, you know, it was like they don't have a place to go fool around. So I, I had a, this, this little apartment was a fucking gold mine for dick. That's how that's that's how Lady Bunny found me. And one day I was just walking to the pier to meet my friends, and she was like, "It was like it was like it was like that scene from It, y'all." I was walking down the block, and it was just this man like, "Hey, you, come here." And I went to Bunny's apartment, and here we are, twenty years later. Honey, if if you you wouldn't if that really happened, you wouldn't be here. You would be in an AIDS hospice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are the gay men's health crisis still around? Like the one on 23rd Street like that that they used to do with like Kiki Function and Balls? That, like, are those still around? I did see some images from the latex ball about a month yeah, ago. So that was um, 
something. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and, and that's, that's, a, that was a benefit for GMHC and it was called the latex ball because they were encouraging people to use condoms. Although I don't know if that focus has shifted now that prep means that you don't have to wear condoms because AIDS is not a death sentence. You're still opening yourself up to syphilis, herpes, gonorrhea, you know, yeah. any other without condom, but, um, those are not fatal. So I don't know if their I don't know if their focus has shifted, but you know, it, I'll tell you one thing: I love the voguing culture. I'm not, of course, part of it. Uh, you know, nor am I black and Latino. But uh, I, I I love to see it on TV for those people who get to be on TV, and I did mm-hmm. love Pose because they took some of the real stories from that that community, but. Um, I did like the voguing that I grew up with, which was much, much shadier. (laughs) And it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was stolen designer garments and it was, it was, you know, trans people who worked as sex workers who wanted to show off the fruits of their labors and be something on that runway that they couldn't be. So the runway stuff to me, is like, if Mm, if if you, they needed to be on that runway. They needed to mm-hmm. look to act like a rich woman. They need because their own circumstances were uh, so very very different, you know. Yeah. And maybe you know maybe having sex with, you know, old, you know, guys, you know, for a living in order to get to that moment. So I I I you know it's take it's not. I mean, listen, I don't want the shady parts where people are getting mugged and whatever, but. You know, it was a wild, wild world, and it's, it's, I'm sure it still is. I'm just not in it. I mean, I never was in that world, but I was adjacent to it. I mean, I, I remember when I, when I, the first Kiki function I went to, I was 14 years old. My friends William and Lonnie, they brought me to the Kiki function, and I went there and I was like gagged at like the world that I was introduced into. And that was the first time I, I picked up my first building. As we walked out the thing, everyone like parted ways. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk to the train. And I kind of like walked around a little bit. And then I saw one of those red uh, little things that used to be on the corner, those newspaper bins. And I found a fucking village voice. And I found the back page at the back. And bitch, I was like, oh my God, all of this like sex back here. And I would, and I would like try to like call the little numbers, but I would like hang up because I got like really nervous. And um, that was, like, my first introduction into, like, the back like, of, like, the New York City. Besides, you know, little nasty me at, like, 12 years old, kissing and doing whatever. But it's, like, my introduction into, like, New York City, like, like nightlife and sex stuff. It was very, it was very exhilarating. Okay, well, that's gross. What about the time when you called one of those hookers' numbers? <laughs> what about one of those, the time when you called one of those hookers' numbers and your mom picked up? <laughs> first of all, it was not my mother. It was my grandmother. How dare you? <laughs> Oh, really? She sounds hot. What's? Can uh, you still have the number? Yeah, her name is her name was um Paprika. You you might know her from your work. Oh, wow, she sounds uh, spicy. Mm-hmm. But Pepper and Paprika, <laughs> my grandfather, grandmother, doing their work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you know, there's still lots of pride stuff to go. So listen, we're we're on the road. We do apologize for being away for so long. And my God, so much has happened. So much has happened in the world, girl. It's, um, it's, uh, we're getting two different messages because the weather here in New York City and actually a lot of places I've been 
is gorgeous, but there's trouble in paradise. Yes, bunny. What do you um what say you go to trouble in paradise? Well, I mean, I guess the main issue that is rocking the left um uh is is the Supreme Court's abortion ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, in case you don't, <laughs> Roe v. Wade has been an issue since my uh, life began. I guess I was 12 in, in 1974 when um, Roe v. Wade became the law of the land permitting women to have abortions. And uh, now the Supreme Court, with conservative justices on it, has overturned that ruling. And we actually had a leak concerning this a month or two ago. And now that uh, that the the conservative-led Supreme Court has uh, taken has has dismantled Roe, mm-hmm. leaving women who need abortions in the in the lurch. Um, they've also said that they've mentioned the Obergefell ruling and a couple of other rulings by which yeah. they might ch- challenge the Supreme Court. Make ch- uh, contraception gay marriage and uh-huh. even gay sex or hey whatever these you know rights are that we've taken for granted mar- it right right to privacy and interracial marriage and all of the other stuff that, i know clarence you know, thomas will never let them bitch if, if 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 they if they overrule loving bitch then him and jenny are done well yeah, honey clarence- have you seen have you seen his wife jenny thomas she is white but he might want to you know find a way i know <laughs> she looks like a damn pit bull well, he's not exactly a prize catch either. I know, either. they're both fucking ugly. They're both disgusting. Honestly, people who are so nasty, it'll really be shown in, like, their skin and shit. Like, they like they look like they make bad decisions. Like, they like they both look, like, kind of greasy and, like, kind of look, like, sick. I'm like, bitch, the evil is literally seeping through your pores. It's kind of wild. I, I will say this. If, if the media is more left-wing... Uh, then they will put uh, hideous pictures of Clarence Thomas or Donald Trump or whoever. If they are right-wing, they will show more flattering photos. Both sides of the media do that. I mean, if you're writing an article about how, you know, um, you know, Trump is horrible, you don't want a flattering picture because that doesn't ram home your message. You want one where uh-huh. <laughs> he's sweaty fair. and fair is messed up. And his For the 90% of the time. Flapping. Right. The jowls. Oh my god, jowls are wild, girl. His Who you telling? Crazy. Who you telling? <laughs> they should make like oh my god, has no one ever made a parody movie of Jaws called Jowls? That would be actually really good. I should write it. Um Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, anyway, so there's been a huge outcry. There have been protests all over the country, and um this is something that is driven by conservatives. Uh, it is driven by conservatives who do not want abortion rights, and we've always known that this is what they this this is their chance to mm-hmm. you know to, to have Donald Trump come in, appoint conservative justices like Kavanaugh and Three. Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. yeah. Who was the other one? Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, and, and um, Gorsuch. No, not Gorsuch. Maybe. I can't remember. Who, Jay, um, who is it? But th- our, our producer will tell us who the third one is. The, 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 other, third, the, three, the three justices Trump appointed were Kavanaugh, uh, yeah, Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Yeah, it was Gorsuch. Yeah. Gorsuch. 
So, you know, the, the one complaint against them that you hear coming from Democrats, and it is very true, is that they did lie in the confirmation hearings during which they were appointed. And they right. said that they would they would not challenge um, Roe v. Wade. But they, they implied that. Of course, we know that Trump jumped to the to the into the White House on the backs of religious voters, even though mm -hmm. Many on the left see him as the ultimate sleazebag, a womanizer, a cheat, a liar. Um, all you have to do for the hordes of religious voters in this country is say you're against abortion and gays and you've got their vote. Yeah. They, they, they don't, I mean, you know, there was a, there was a video, a scary, scary video uh, of, of priests, rabbis, you know, all kinds of religious leaders. These are the kind that you and I don't hear from, Monet, but they have huge audiences out in mega churches in Texas, oh, yeah. all over, the, Wyoming or whatever. You, well, actually, you do hear from them because you said you have a relative who, who used to give money to one. Yeah, my um, grandmother, but, but, too, Joel fucking Elstein, that fucking crook. Yeah, I mean, it's like this This is the only thing that they care about. They do not care about immigration. They do not care about um, that they care about abortion, getting rid of abortion rights and, and, and this. So I don't know what the, I don't, I've heard some people say that they could be impeached but it's still, for lying. But it's still like 63%, not even, no, it's more than that. It's like 70 something percent of Americans overall, whether it be conservative or not, are striking down Roe v. Wade. So yes, you may have all these people in these big, big megachurches, but but over an overwhelming of um, more than majority of Americans think are not for that. So it does that like that doesn't even matter. Well, I mean, it, it, it does matter because the Supreme Court is not elected. They're lifetime appointments. Some people are now saying, let's look at these lifetime appointments, because if you can, um, as they are claiming Kavanaugh, and uh, I've seen the clips. I can't, I, I don't have their words in front of me, uh, but they did on the stand when they were being uh, uh, sworn in. I have him. I, I have it too. I have it on my phone. I saved it on my phone. Yeah, here it is. Um, when when uh, Kavanaugh was was being confirmed, he said this. It's settled as president of the Supreme Court. Oh, he said one of the important things to keep in mind about Roe v. Wade is that it has been reaffirmed many times. Gorsuch said, "I accept the law of the land." Uh, Amy Coney Barrett said, "Judges can't just wake up one day and say I have an agenda. I like guns. I hate guns. I like abortion. I hate abortion." And and walk in like a royal queen, impose their will on the world. It's not the law of Amy. So, like in the mm -hmm. confirmation hearings, like they, like these are their words they've said, and now they have just completely <laughs> did a one eighty and doing what they said they're not going to do when they were confirmed. So, if they can be impeached for lying, I mean, I'm like, bitch, let's get the ball rolling. How do we, like, how do we get the ball rolling on that? Do we need to start sending petitions? What's the tea? Yes. Well. That I don't know the procedure that uh, that that kicks in when you want to challenge a but Supreme Court justice after they've been appointed based on their previous statements when they were being approved. I don't I don't know what that is. Um, I'm I'm hearing that they could be impeached or that the Supreme Court itself could be impeached. Uh, I, 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 and I'm hearing this from randos on Twitter, so I'm not, I'm not uh, sure that that is possible. But so we're in this crisis, and you know, I, I, I love this one tweet that someone sent that said, you know, 
why am I angry at Democrats over this? Because Republicans have wanted to do with Roe v. Wade for 50 years. And Democrats have refused to codify uh, Roe v. Wade. They had five months when Obama had a supermajority. He campaigned on coming in and codifying it, then said, you know, when he was elected, it's not a legislative priority. Joe Biden said that he would get elected and come in and codify Roe v. Wade. It it is not being attempted. So they've had 50 years since 1974. They didn't always have majorities, but when they did, they didn't Act on it. Okay. And it is well, also, so- uh, but I, 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 I also agree with you. And I mean, in the times when we can, I mean, and yes, it failed during Clinton, but now we, now we have Republican um, representation who like, they're just so extreme and like, it will never happen. Back then, Republicans were, there was more bipartisan support for certain things. So maybe it would have been super hard. Maybe it would have been one or two or three Republicans who would have uh, yielded and, 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 and supported it. But I think that every time that Democrats had the had the majority to do it, they should have tried, regardless of if they thought it would have failed. Because, bitch, we don't know until y'all did. Right. I mean, so, I mean, we we we're seeing now that uh, the Democrats are saying, you know, just vote for us in November mm-hmm. in the midterms, and we will we will what. We will get enough Democrats in the Senate. Well, how do we know that they won't be Joe Manchin's and, and Kristen Sinema's? Um, because, you know, Nancy Pelosi has run around since 2017 saying you don't need to support abortion to be uh, run, running for the House. And she's actually in the middle of this completely disgracefully um, is, is going around. Uh, she endorsed a, 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 right when the gun thing. She said she endorsed this guy named Henry Quayler in Texas who is the only anti-abortion representative Democrat in the House. He was running against someone named Jessica Cisneros, also a Democrat, a progressive female, obviously Jessica. And um, uh, she, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, Steny Hoyer, and Jim Clyburn all backed Henry Quayler who has an FBI investigation against him and an A rating from the NRA. So the two big issues that Democrats could win on without having achieved many legislative stuff, apart from Katanji Brown's appointment and the infrastructure bill, Mm-hmm. They are sending mixed messages on. Nancy Pelosi is the leader of the party, and she's actively welcoming um, anti-choice voices into the House. Do you not see what this could set up? This could set up a House where it's hotly divided, where th- this Henry Queller, who, who the top Democrats in the House are endorsing, could be the next Joe Manchin's and Kirsten Sinema's. So this is very dangerous. I mean, if you support abortion, you support it. If you don't, and listen, in history, people who I've supported, like Bernie Sanders once endorsed um, an anti-abortion candidate. I don't agree with that. I made my decisions to support Bernie Sanders based on the the bulk of everything else that he was saying, knowing that no candidate's ever going to be perfect. But yeah, this is a conservative thing. Um, and there's a lot of conservative Democrats. And listen, I know that in Texas, a progressive 
you know, is not definitely going to win because Democrats in Texas or Alabama are not going to be like AOC. Right. They're not going to be, you know, I mean, if they were, they probably wouldn't have a chance in hell because those states are more conservative, even the Democrats. So I know that, you know, you can't, I, I, I just, but I just don't see, you know, how, how is Nancy sending out fundraising letters while championing the only, I mean, she actually gave 4,000 bucks to him. And, yeah. you know, Joe Biden is also quite conservative and has waffled on abortion rights throughout his 50 years in public service. I mean, um, that, I mean that, that, I, I, I've seen that argument and like, I don't agree. I'm like, you know, the things, I mean, again, 40 years ago, yes, I think Joe Biden should have been pro-abortion, but I mean, he's also this, this like, this fucking rich white dude from from Delaware who probably has, who probably can afford to send his wife to wherever the fuck he needs to for an abortion. So I get it. I'm like, so yeah, so like, he he's rich. Uh, uh, Joe Biden, I'm sure, is probably a Catholic, like like a lot of people. Like, I get it. Like, I, I understand why he may have been, and it was 40 years ago. The fact of the matter is that he's not now, and over the years, he has changed that. What I am more interested in then is that people can say what they want about Republicans and how they're dumb. Blah, blah, blah. These motherfuckers are so smart in playing the system and playing the long game. They are so smart in the fucking... And fucking and tricking us into like kind of going with what they want so that they can win so they can like they don't they don't always win all the battles but bitch they are fighting to win the war and i just think that democrats and our leaders need to rally us in a smarter way so that we start winning the war because like they are just really crafty in the way they craft and move pieces with gerrymandering with redistrict with 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 all that shit they do it they play it in such a smart way that Democrats are just not crafting that same way. The Democrats have not tried. They are using this as an as a way to get us to vote for them in November. When, when okay, okay. Well, if they okay, so if they okay, so if the Democrats did try, they failed, or we would not be in this situation. And they they failed on a bunch of different. Uh, issues. First of all, we know that this this ruling against Roe v. Wade can come because Trump got to appoint three conservative justices, and now they are in the majority. Are there are there nine or twelve? I don't remember. Twelve. There are nine. There are so, nine right now. So, so there are two things that Democrats could do right now, and they could have done this since Biden took office to get through voting rights. $15 minimum wage or anything that they did not get done, which is almost all of their agenda. They could kill or carve out this, the filibuster for one issue, like abortion rights only, only for one issue, or they could pack the courts by appointing more uh, liberal judges. They have mm-hmm. done neither, and Joe Biden does not want them to do either. Now, there is a risk because if... The, if you get rid of the filibuster completely, or if you make it okay, um, you know, to pack the courts, stack the courts, whatever you expand the court, whatever, and put more liberals on there so that we don't have these outcomes. So, so Democrats have refused to do those two things. And we are told mm-hmm. over and over again that as a former senator, Joe Biden 
is a creature of the Senate, an institutionalist, and he doesn't want to give Republicans to come in and act crazy and set the precedent for expanding the quarter, set the precedent for getting rid of the filibusters. The, the Republicans have already used the filibuster. He just doesn't want to do anything and then expects to get elected on doing nothing. It's just, it's like there are things that he could do. You know, I, I saw this guy, they actually banned his YouTube uh, show. He's a comedian named Lee Camp. He said that right now, uh, Biden could do stuff that he is not doing, including for those states where abortion is just gone. I think they're largely southern states or, or middle of the country. There's 13 of them. Biden could set up abortion providers on federal lands, which are not subject to uh, to state laws. AOC mm -hmm. has been calling for this. And Lee Camp, I believe, said that uh, Elizabeth Warren had been calling to this. So in other words, progressives only. They also, also said you could get free abortion pills um, by, by mail sent to everyone uh, in these states who might need an abortion. That mm -hmm. is not being discussed anywhere, not on any news channel, only on Lee Camp, the former Russia Today uh, you know, comedian who was banned from YouTube. So, yeah. you know, AOC and Liz Warren are saying that, that Biden could be doing more, you know, uh, it, it, but if, it's like, how do you know that, that if you vote for Democrats, they're going to do more this time when they've had so much inaction on everything from voting rights to a $15 minimum wage to a $2,000 uh, stimulus check. I, you know, I, I, I have to be honest, you know, as someone, apparently, like, Democrats pass all of these, all of these, all of this legislature, and they're trying to do all these things that die. But here's the thing. Again, to my point, Republicans, they are very loud and boisterous when they are trying to do things that may be killed or maybe die, may not happen. They let, we all know all the time what Republicans are doing. If Democrats are doing these things that are dying, they're in their, their messaging, they're very bad at letting us know, us who are on TikTok, who are on Instagram, like younger people, millennials and such, we have no idea because we, 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 don't, we don't know these things are happening. And you have to understand the scope of the land. We're the ones who are voting. So if, if, if all these things are happening and they're dying and we don't know, bitch, we don't fucking know. So we are so then, so, so, so then we have no faith that voting Democrats in again will make our situation better because we don't know this shit is happening. Like the Democrats are well, very bad at playing the game, and what it is, it it is, it is political theater. It is a game. It is, it is for TV. It is for headlines. It is for the newspapers. And the and the, the Democrats are very bad at playing the fucking game. And if they are bad at it, they're going to lose the game because they're not doing it well. Right, right. But I mean, I think here's a reason why um, they don't send out strong messages because we're getting Pelosi supporting the only anti-abortion. Democrat in the House. We're getting Joe Biden, who has said, listen, you, you know, everyone said, oh, vote for Joe Biden. He'll be all right. I know he's not Bernie. I know he's not Elizabeth Warren, but we'll push him to the left. They did nothing of the kind. They, they did nothing of the kind. They just sat and said, oh, the Republicans are bad. Oh, January 6th. Oh, this and all that. Well, okay. 
No argument. The Republicans are bad. But Biden is trying to appeal to conservative Democrats by making the abortion thing a non-issue and by not doing anything. Tell me what the Democrats did since the, the Supreme Court leaked, I think it was through Justice Sotomayor's clerk, um, that, that, that the Supreme Court was coming for this months ago. I'll tell you what they did. The entire House leadership supported an anti-abortion Democrat. That's what they did. I mean, they I, want I was, this to run on. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, when that, when like that leaked out, this was going to be my next one. Like, when that leak came out, I'm like, what were we, like, I, like knowing that this was about to be a thing? Like, what? I mean, again, I don't know. What were we actively doing to circumvent that and to prevent like what just happened? Like. Like, was there any action that could have been taken? And I wish you had, like, a legal, I mean, a legal, a political somebody on here to maybe give a little clarity. But, like, what actions did the Dems take to prevent Roe v. Wade being overturned? I listened to an activist who was protesting in New York uh, named Natalie White. She was interviewed by Status Coup. TV, which is a Jordan Charlton's progressive, you know, YouTube site. And she's saying that Joe Biden could make a five-minute call to the Constitution's archivist to set something in motion that protects what it is. In, in so, But they don't want to do anything right now. They don't want to send out the abortion pills. They don't want to set up abortion clinics on federal lands. They want to fundraise off of this get reelected, and then maybe do something? I mean, I yeah, think women deserve better fault. than that. And you know I what? Agree. I also want to say this because I've been posting nonstop about this. Uh, you know, listen, obviously my political persuasion is this. I'm a progressive. I don't, the, the Republicans have gone to the right, although they haven't gone to the right on this. this is getting rid of Roe v. Wade's always been their, their goal. And de Democrats lack a spine. Democrats have, have they, they don't have, because they're trying to get conservative voters, because a lot of Democrat stance is way more conservative than mine. And my goal is always going to be to push them to the left. But I want to tell you a couple reasons why I am invested in this fight. And maybe some people will think I'm going a little bit too hard. But so I am from a family with a sister and a mother, and those two women mean the world to me. If they say that you are ruining a woman's life when you force her to give birth to a child which she cannot afford, which she does not want, which um, you know may risk her health, or which may even be the product of a rape or sexual molestation, from a family member, you are telling that poor woman that she or girl that you that she has got to give birth to an unwanted child and possibly mm -hmm. ruin that child's life because you perceive that it is murder. So that's that's reason number one. Um, reason number two is that I believe in you choosing what goes on in your body which is, you know, the bodily autonomy or, or whatever. And, and the third reason is when I went to ACT UP meeting, which I didn't go to a lot of them, and everyone was scared to death because uh, HIV at that point was not affecting black people as much as it were was gays, gay men. Mm -hmm. 
I went into that meeting and I saw all these women in there, some of whom I knew and some of whom were dykes, some of them, you know, maybe, maybe not, but they were not, dykes are not at risk for getting AIDS. Yeah. Gay men are, and they're in that hot room yelling with signs and they help someone other than themselves. Mm -hmm. This is what is behind all of my political ruminations, whether people understand them or not, that we yeah. take our time and we help the less fortunate. So I want to make sure that they are surprised by me sticking my neck out to help them, even though I only look pregnant. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot actually I get pregnant. I agree. Like even back, you know, when 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 that when that when that opinion first leaked, and you know, um, everyone was like, a, a lot of the because gay men are, are fucking gay, gay men are going gay men. They were like, you know, if this if they if they if they're coming for Roe v. Wade, then same sex marriage is, is next. And I was very like, who cares? Like, like y yes, I care about that. But bitch, Roe v. Wade is on the line. I'm like, I'm like, don't don't like don't you don't have to circle the argument back to you to want to act up and want to and want to fight back. Like, don't like. Do not do not say oh, I'm doing this because same sex marriage is next. No, bitch, do it because Roe v. Wade is on the line now. You know what I mean? Well, exactly, and exactly, and it doesn't even need to concern. You know, it doesn't even need to impact you exactly. to concern you. I mean, you know, there's going to be some people who are less engaged, and there's going to be some people who are selfish, and that is their right. Or there's going to be some people who disagree. Uh, that is their right too. I'll argue with them, but that is their right. Yeah. Um, but I just. I've seen a few things where PC things, you know, ACLU, blah, 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 is spreading these videos about why abortion rights are important to the queer community. And they'll say, <sighs> they'll say yes, well, because, you know, any lesbian or woman who is, you know, queer that has a uterus can get pregnant. And also that a, the, a few trans men who still have a uterus but end up getting pregnant, I don't really know how that happens, but whatever, um, you know, would, would be impacted by this. But I'm like, does everything have to be a queer issue for us to care about it? Yeah, I hope I not. This is, yeah. this is a civil rights issue. And as people who may uh, you know, be challenged on our own civil rights. Let's stick up for for somebody else. Yes, I know that trans men may still be biologically female, you know, and able to bear children if they, even if they've had their breasts removed. But framing this as an issue, like like, can, can we just say it's a women's issue? Yeah, or yeah. women, women, women plus. You know, I mean. <laughs> It's just it's 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 an it's an issue for women. Come on. Yeah, yeah, and I just I just and it's just just it, like the fun like uh, fundamentally it's just the fact that you are that you want to force a woman to carry a child for nine months is just crazy to me. Like I can't imagine being a woman and like just like my like my right to my fucking body, like you're saying like I'm not allowed. Like I have to. I have to carry the child no matter what. Like that to me, that is just so insanely crazy and so problematic. And I just can't imagine being a woman alive in America and that being like, you knowing that that being the law of the land, that bitch, if you pregnant, I don't care what you are carrying this fucking child, whether you want to or not. Like that is insane to me. That is insane. Um, 
Did yeah, you, did I mean, you... listen, there's, there's ways not to get pregnant. There's also ways not to get uh, AIDS or COVID or monkeypox. Right. But we're human beings and we fuck up. And, yeah. you know, um, that's like saying if you can't have a, an abortion, if you get pregnant, then, you know, you shouldn't get any AIDS medication uh, if you catch AIDS. Because, right. you know, you don't, you don't, uh, there's a way to prevent AIDS and there's a way to prevent well, you know what? We're human. Yeah. Um, but right. did you see what happened with um, Carrie Colby? No. So Carrie Colby, you know, she was on season 14. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Sweet, 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 sweet girl. I met her a few times and we, we chat online. We exchanged numbers over. Anyway, so she posted this very sexy picture of her. It's like when the whole Roe v. Wade thing happened. And she posted a picture and, the, and the, it's her like bent over looking hot and beautiful as she always does. And the caption said, fuck them kids. A ride a trans girl. Yeah, I said it. And a trans flag. Of course, you know, the internet but, went up and off. Uh, wait, but she said, what? Fuck them what? She said, fuck them kids, ride a trans girl. Oh, well, listen, if it's humor, I, it's humor. If it yeah, doesn't land, humor. it doesn't land. But, you know, the kids really berated her online, and, like, she had to have this whole response. So she said, here's my thing, y'all. As a woman of color and a marginalized that. Um, at that, and oftentimes I am the butt of the joke in many cis conversations. I'm, I find using satire humor to be a relief in ridiculous political climates like this. I fully am pro-choice, but at the moment I'd rather laugh than cry. Um, and you know, and, and that's her choice. Yeah, that's her choice. This whole apology statement out, and her kids really got at her. But I just want to say, Carrie Colby is a very sweet, lovely girl, and she made a joke that maybe didn't land, but that that, that, that does not mean she's pro-life and she hates women and i just want to just say that about about that well also it didn't land because this uh, this thing maybe it was a too soon joke yeah i didn't see the joke but you know um that that's that's uh, I, I i yeah I, I i have no idea what that actually refers to but um yeah it's a, it's gonna be a tough time the 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 um the protests aren't gonna stop and yeah, i want to uh, go to some yeah. Just look when I get some time back home. I, I saw a woman home. with a sign that I posted on Instagram that said <laughs> she has a dress with big cartoon sperms on it. And Ooh, her sign nice. says, mandatory vasectomies, life begins at <laughs> ejaculation. <laughs> so oh that's God. kind of flipping flipping the script and saying, you know, when is a baby a, a full-fledged person? And, you know, this, we had a really in-depth conversation about this with Lynn Winstead one week when you weren't here. She's an abortion rights activist. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is the crux of what the Republicans think. You're a baby killer. Um, you know, because this baby is fully formed even when it's conceived or when it's this many weeks or that many weeks. And, um, you know, they've been limiting abortion uh, clinics and, and the, the amount of time for quite a while. Um, but now they've actually, uh, you know, uh, just... Um, just made it illegal in, in some states. Now, some states like New York and California are saying that you can, uh, you know, take, um, <laughs> you, you know, you can still be, you'll still be able to get a, an, a protected a, abortion there. Uh, yeah. In 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 their state, yeah, Gavin Newsom is really. Yeah, Gavin's like, bitch, 
Come on over to California. We got you, girl. I fucking live for him. I live for me for some Gavinism. He also is trying to fight inflation by giving um, California residents an extra $1,015. And again, it's not a whole lot of money, but at least he's the, one of the only fucking people in power trying to do a little something, which is lovely. Also, the whole fact about fucking... Don't even get me started on the religious aspect of this, about fucking God. Uh, 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 if, if, you, if, if you love God, then you're pro-life. Um, pro-life. Bitch, God is not pro-life. This motherfucker killed everyone's firstborn. He fucking kill everybody in the world besides no one his fucking stupid ass family God is not pro-life this nigga is pro-choice and he chose to kill a whole bunch of fucking people including children uh, I also want to say this Chelsea Handler had a really uh, interesting take on this listen to this no more vasectomies if you want to stop having children tie your penis in a knot and if you can't tie your penis in a knot you're not a real man anyway if you get a woman pregnant, you have to wear a leech on your scrotum for up to nine months and then breastfeed it. Every time you masturbate, you have to throw a funeral for your Kleenex. Right. Every man must now speak to a trained counselor before they're allowed to grow a soul patch, also known as a flavor saver, either way disgusting. <laughs> Your penis size will now appear on your driver's license. They will measure it in a freezing room in the back of a DMV. No more yeah. vasectomy. Anyway, so it's a funny text on it. Something to lighten the mood a little bit. I fucking hate this whole situation. America is so fucking stupid. I'm gonna move to St. Lucia and start Drag Race St. Lucia. Will you be my Michelle? Yeah, I don't know if I can be that dull. I mean, I have to rehearse. <laughs> well, on, um, on the plus side for you, there's a, there's a lot of big black dick in St. Lucia, bunny. Girl, if I even cared anymore, <laughs> I, I, I really, <laughs> whatever. Another kind of cute thing is that people have been, you know, like posting, if any ladies out there are in a state where they can't get a nail, a, a manicure, I will gladly drive you to a nail salon in my mm. state, <laughs> meaning abortion. So that's kind of, and then other people are posting pictures of couples and saying, um, I will, uh, you know, um, you know, I will have your, put up with your child or I don't exactly know what they're saying. And then someone put a picture of me and Bianca and said, they will look after you. <laughs> oh god that's gonna be no. a fucked up child girl and i said okay groomer uh uh, uh not groomer i don't even know her <laughs> so yeah i mean this is gonna be a fight that's gonna yeah. go on for a while um i would love to see um even though there may be drawbacks in the future with the, the the carving out or the exception or the killing of the filibuster and expanding the court, I think women deserve to see some kind of action yeah. now. And, uh, you know, this is all going to be fun. The news is not mentioning any of the things that I have mentioned here about Pelosi's support of an anti-abortion candidate, about getting pills for free, for abortions for to everyone about the abortion clinics on the federal lands and i'd love to know why you know yeah, i'd love to know why we aren't considered this thing about the archivist i posted it on instagram some people you know googled it along with me and they said well it may have you know passed you know because it's a very complicated legal 
issue that I don't fully understand. But yeah, let's let's try everything, folks. Yeah, and Democrats. <laughs> because, because they might be coming for the gay stuff. I mean, the the gays that you Who said knows? that aren't, you, you know, they, they they might be coming for this because that is also the root, the 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 goal of people who don't want abortions. They don't want gay yeah. rights. Yeah, and 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 my final thought is Democrats. Like, let us know what you're doing. Like, fucking, if you're doing shit that's getting uh, a turned down, that's that's important for us to know. So that so that maybe some people who do live in these red states who are supporting these senators that are striking these things down, then that's more the more bitch more the more knowledge the better. Bitch, let us fucking know what the fuck y'all are doing. So for people like me who are on TikTok, are on Instagram, are on Twitter, bitch, that's that is where. A lot of millennials and younger get their fucking news. That is people, young people who are voting, that's where they're listening. That's where they're watching. So, bitch, let us fucking know. The only person let us know what the, what the fuck is popping is AOC. She's the only person who let, who lets us know what's popping on Twitter and on, on her Instagram stories. No one else is saying yeah, well, shit. Well, yeah, I want to know. Can you build in Alabama and uh, all these other red states where there is no more elite, uh, abortion as of last week? Yeah, yeah. Can you build abortion clinics on there? Because if you can, get started. I don't know the legal yeah. implications, but yeah. that should be being discussed on any news which actually... We should be exhausting techniques For sure. if we truly care about this and don't want to just use it as an abortion, as an election issue. Because, you know, with the gun thing and with the abortion uh, thing uh, there was a ruling about uh, you can have open carry more easily for guns in New York State if they're around the same time. These are issues that Democrats could win on. Um, Democrats cannot win on their accomplishments since Biden was elected. They they got Ketanji Brown appointed, um, which uh, he did say he would appoint a black Supreme Justice, and they got. Uh, they got uh, infrastructure, which is a watered-down version. They haven't done anything else. So if you're if you're saying vote for me and we're going to take care of guns and abortions, which I think are winning, because as Monet said, um, s- not just Democrats support a right to choose, like 62 yeah. or something. But it's, it's just not a huge majority, but it's a majority. Well, listen, this is going to keep on growing. Um, we're going to keep on talking. But Lady Bunny, have, Lady Bunny and I have to go now. We've been here for over an hour. And frankly... I'm sick of hearing my voice, so um, <laughs> I hope you all have a good weekend. If you're listening to this on a Monday, have a good week, and we'll see y'all next week. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Thank you again for your patience, but we're back! We're back. All right, Lady Bunny. Bye. Adios.